0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Coast to Coast Wrestling Podcast. I'm Rick Zell, that's Matt Seha, and Matt... We might be in the middle of the apocalypse right now, but Vince McMahon is going to put out WrestleMania come hell or high water, isn't he?
1: It doesn't matter if we're going through the apocalypse, Rick. WrestleMania will still go on. The show must continue, <laughs> and so will WrestleMania without anybody in the crowd to watch it. Just us potentially paying $60 to watch some pay-per-view, apparently.
0: <laughs> well, we're not... Uh, we can figure out how our iPads work, so we're probably <laughs> not going to pay the pay-per-view fee and we'll watch on the network. But let's let's talk about this, uh, Matt. This is uh, unprecedented Wrestlemania. Coronavirus has swept the world. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Social distancing, uh, which I guess doesn't include wrestling. So... <laughs> So, due to the global pandemic and people not being able to gather, WWE is filming two nights of WrestleMania at the Performance Center with no crowd. Matt, this is history in the making. Here, this is a story we can tell our grandchildren about.
1: Yeah, and it is definitely history in the making. Is it? Is it good history? I, <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would say it's probably not a. Uh, whether they should have done this show or not that's that's um a whole different conversation we'll have later but yes it's it's going to be the biggest show of the year performed in front of no audience and it's some of it has been filmed already some of it still hasn't been filmed uh the matches uh that were advertised some aren't going to take place uh they're just throwing together cards as we'll talk about some of the matches going on uh this is very unique and uh kind of classic Vince here just being stubborn and, and going forward with the show anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, one one night of WrestleMania wasn't hard enough to put together. So let's put together a whole nother night of WrestleMania <laughs> within like three weeks. Oh god. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's <laughs> But just, I'm yeah. I'm actually kinda of excited. Do you think when they uh announce the audience for the Performance Center, there'll be like record breaking audience at the Performance Center. Well, it's yeah. Florida, and you know the governor there doesn't care who gathers where, so <laughs> maybe they'll actually let an audience. It's like who knows? Tw- Twenty-five people per law of state, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the fire marshal audience limit. <laughs> but let's talk about the pullouts. There's been some uh, major and minor uh, changes to this card. Uh, Andrade is out with an injury, and then Roman Reigns the main eventer is out because of his medical condition, which puts him at a higher risk for coronavirus. So he's voluntarily pulled out of WrestleMania.
1: Yeah. And actually the way that went down is uh, not cool. Uh, What happened was uh, the Miz showed up to, to tape his WrestleMania match ill and Roman Reigns, uh, him and the Usos found out and were, and the rumor is according to Dave Meltzer, that they were pretty upset that, that Roman was even put in a spot like that, and uh, Roman made the right decision for his livelihood and pulled out of his tape match because he just can't risk uh, getting the virus.
0: Right, because Roman Reigns just recently recovered from cancer last year. Man, that felt like twenty years ago. Yeah, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, time flies yeah. by. Now we are having uh, two nights of WrestleMania in the apocalypse. So. Uh, so are.
0: WrestleMania is what, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the days are running together, Matt. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like we're losing our minds or something.
1: So usually it's it's not uh, our fault, really. We just, we watch a product that we kind of hate, which is funny. Uh, <laughs> but a, a, a good, a bright side of this is that it gives us something to watch. <laughs> like, there's, there's nothing going, there's nothing on TV. Um, <laughs> now's the time to watch tv shows catch up watch movies you haven't seen uh, spend time with your quarantine loved ones if you have the opportunity to do so uh work a lot if for some of us uh even more than usual but um live yeah. tv is something that we don't really have right now so re- i'm actually looking forward to wrestlemania though i don't think it's going to be uh that great of a card like you mentioned uh most of it's been pre-taped and rick Uh, look man
0: i (laughs) always joke that hollywood should pause movies and tv shows for a year so we can all catch up but not (laughs) like this man (laughs) yeah it's
1: well they are releasing on demand so i guess the the biggest loser out of all of this will be movie theaters when um when everything's on strict to demand because they're making more money that way but uh yeah but like we talk about the matches that are changing like we're so you and i are going to go through the card that we know or we think is happening. Uh, (laughs) We talked about Roman Andrade pulling out. The Miz wasn't allowed to compete. One match
0: we'll see and one match we think we want to (laughs) see.
1: But, like, the Miz apparently was sick and wasn't allowed to compete. So the rumor is it was John Morrison versus one of the Usos in a ladder match. So, like, we don't know exactly what this card looks like.
0: We'll go into predictions really fast, but this, I think this podcast, man, is more of a discussion of the situation right itself rather than the predictions. Oh, and in case, by the way, for anyone listening, we haven't looked at any spoilers. This is pure predictions without knowing anything. Yeah, and neither Rick and I are spoiler
1: types. I think we both like to watch something with fresh eyes, so... Uh, We wouldn't do that to you because we wouldn't want someone to do that to us.
0: Yeah. And normally, we would come into this prediction with points already. But, Matt, the worst news of the weekend is that XE TakeOver is canceled. It's XE TakeOver canceled. (laughs) Remember when those had names? Yeah. Those are the days. But um, (laughs) the best show
1: of the weekend has been canceled. And we added another night of the other show. So... Uh, no takeover. Card. Uh, t- so uh, this, so we did want to talk about this for a couple of reasons. Number one, that we're bummed out that we're not going to have another spectacular takeover pay per view.
0: Well, well, luckily though, so takeover to extent is still happening. They're still taping the matches, but they're going to broadcast on USA Network as part of the weekly show rather than as an entire pay per view, which. Matt, uh, I want to get your opinions on this, but I feel like that while it's great that we're still getting those matches, it takes away from the entire show because TakeOver's ebb and flow so well. That's one of their main draws.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, I'm happy that we're going to see these matches. Uh, but like, for example, Balor Gargano, like we get to see it still, which is great. But yeah, like, you're absolutely right. TakeOver flows differently than, than um, the, the weekly TV show. Uh, we have commercials now. Um, it's not going to be the same. So, uh, it, this is a bummer. It, it, I'm glad we're still seeing the matches. It really sucks for the performers that they're not going to have the opportunity to, to uh, spotlight their talent uh, on a huge crowd in front of uh, a very packed and energetic uh,
0: audience. But, but yeah, um, this is just just bad news all around. But well, that's until we get we get to August and get the greatest NXT takeover and the greatest WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia.
1: That's true. It looks like all the WWE pay-per-views might have to take place in Saudi Arabia because I don't know <laughs> if they have any uh, coronavirus cases. But uh, Rick, is do you think this... So, you know, also before I uh, ask you this question, uh, WrestleMania, again, is two nights this year. Uh, a lot of people, including you, uh, were advocates for this. So you, you felt like this should have been the format for a couple of years now. Wrestle Kingdom uh, adopted this format this year as well. Uh, Rick, do you think going forward... There will be no more NXT TakeOver's WrestleMania weekend, and from now on, we're going to get two WrestleMania uh, cards.
0: Well, I don't know about no NXT TakeOver, because that's something they could still do on Friday night, but... I definitely agree that two nights of WrestleMania should be the standard going forward. We've been saying this for two or three years where WrestleMania is way too long and you would have much better emotion if you can um if you can manifest that into two nights. So the example we give is last year Kofi Mania that should have ended the show but also, should have Becky Lynch. So last year it would have been a perfect start, where you in Saturday night with Kofi Mania, in in Sunday night with Becky Lynch main eventing WrestleMania. So I, I think I think uh, even though their handle is forced, this should be the way WrestleMania goes, especially if they keep insisting on having you know twelve. Twelve match cards, sixteen match cards, regardless.
1: Yeah, uh, well, so I was I was against the two night thing, uh, but if WWE is going to be adamant and on packing WrestleMania with a bunch of matches, then that is the way to go. Uh, it, it, Bring it, into
0: it. why were you against the two nights?
1: So I, I've always felt like WrestleMania should just be big time matches, and I know they, mm-hmm. in, in, as a fan, maybe this isn't fair to say for the performers because I know they're all looking for that WrestleMania paycheck, but. WrestleMania should be one night of just the biggest matches of the year. So, like, you're you're having it's mostly all championship matches. It's a four-hour card at the most. Um, some people don't make the card. Maybe just throw them into a battle royal and, and have it be a non-jobber battle royal and have some – Have them card. get the
0: paycheck anyways.
1: Yes, but – so I always felt like they should cut the matches versus adding more. But if we're going to have these long uh, WrestleMania cards and a ton of matches, then they should go to the two-night format. And I'm fine with them having the two-night format, but my, my suggestion, my want, which will go nowhere, is they should <laughs> not have to take over and just include takeover matches in WrestleMania.
0: I I agree, and we've always wanted WrestleMania to feel more like Takeover, right? Because I feel like in recent years WrestleMania has become more of a mainstream, uh more for the mainstream audience rather than for the wrestling audience. Where Takeovers there's a big match feel every single time, whereas like WrestleMania has musical performances yeah. and you know gimmick matches, celebrity matches. So I I agree with you. I think. Uh, To that extent, that WrestleMania, like it should be an honor to um, to be on WrestleMania. And I get, I get that you want to get people paid, and it's a big paycheck for the for the talent. But you know, just WWE pay them anyways, and then just. Put on on a more a more exclusive show, and that's like one of the beauties of why we love NXT is that you don't get to see your favorites every week, and that the takeovers are reserved for the best of the best. So, um, not like WWE is overflowing with talent. There's uh, a lot of people deserve to be on the card, but at the same time, um, if you uh, actively exclude people or actively limit it to matches that have long builds, then you automatically amplify the rest of the card and the rest of the product as well. Um, so I think going forward, I like, uh, but that being said, I would like to see two nights of WrestleMania, especially uh, with an uh, audience. So we can have like those big matches, but interspersed with the gimmick and celebrity matches that WrestleMania should have to give people a breather in between the giant, uh, big fight matches.
1: Yeah, and it'll allow them to structure the cards in in a way like you mentioned, where it's like not so overwhelmingly, not so overwhelming. Uh, the last couple of WrestleManias have been very brutal and very long. So again, if they're going to go this route, two nights makes more sense than one. But my preference is to go the NXT route, like you mentioned and only having the big matches on WrestleMania and having each pay-per-view have different wrestlers so they they feel fresh and not stale but it's the WWE and and apparently Triple H had demoted so it's not changing anytime soon so uh, Rick let's
0: let's Yeah, but you three. can have two Roman Reigns matches next year <laughs> at WrestleMania.
1: Could Roman unify the titles in two different matches. But um I don't want to talk about Hey, Roman.
0: that's what New Japan did and we left this. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh uh, well, yeah, <laughs> but imagine if Roman was Naito, But I don't want I don't want um, to nag on Roman right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Of course, we yeah. we we love Roman. We just we wish like he he uh, was more of like the badass with the momentum. Or him. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: but Rick, let's yeah. let's move on to partic- predictions. And for those that have listened to the podcast in the past, uh, we do it a certain way. So Rick and I do a scoring, uh, scoring method. So what we'll do is who do we think's going to win and who do we want to win? Who do we think's going to win uh, is the one that counts for our votes. Who do we want to win is just us professing uh, what we wish Vince would do, but we, we know better. So we do points on who we think is going to win.
0: Of course. And, Matt, let's go on to WrestleMania, hosted by the one-only Rob Gronkowski. Oh, God.
1: So if anybody- well, it
0: makes it makes sense now, right? Rob Gronkowski hosts. Well, this WrestleMania was supposed to be in Tampa Bay. So Rob Gronkowski hosts and his old quarterback, Tom Brady, is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer.
1: But now it's in Orlando. So it doesn't make that much sense. <laughs> <laughs> so- well, if this
0: was all just built up to be a Tom Brady reveal.
1: So I actually, before we dive into the card, Rick, so now instead of WrestleMania Pirate Ship, is this WrestleMania Performance Center?
0: Oh yeah, now Carrie Saint doesn't get to come out on a pirate ship. Yeah, Tisk, and also does this count as Orlando hosted WrestleMania? Ooh, I would say, I would say it, they're gonna do it like how they did in New York. It'll be WrestleMania Florida in the shadows <laughs> of Tampa Bay, <laughs> in the actual city of Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> So let's get on to this card, uh, Matt. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go through this pretty fast because it's pretty uncertain. And some of these matches probably already have been spoiled, but we haven't read any spoilers. We're not going to torture so, you. The card will torture you, so we're not going <laughs> <do> to <that. laughs> Well, let's start with this then. Uh, the Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Matt, I have one question for you. What is a boneyard match?
1: So I have a question for you. What is a boneyard match? I, nobody fucking knows. <laughs> it's a street five street fight in a graveyard.
0: It's I, uh, I think that's what it is. AJ Styles says it was supposed to be uh, something like a barrier line match. But WWE wanted to be sensitive with everything going on. And now it's a boneyard match. So I think, it, oh. yeah, like you said, it'll be a... Graveyard street fights bury the left match.
1: Which is so before we I, mean, I promise we'll be quick with, with the rest of these matches, but WWE man, you're so dumb. So you have AJ Styles wrestling <laughs> oh, the Undertaker for the first time. And AJ Styles is gonna give, gonna bring a good match out of the Undertaker because AJ Styles that good. Uh, are we no, sure about that? So that I think so. But like okay. the, the WWE instead of making a gimmick match versus Roman Reigns or or some of these other opponents, they do it against AJ Styles, so <laughs> they, they are not firing all cylinders. But yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck this is.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, man, like the Undertaker has not looked great in the last two years. All of his matches looks like someone is like in imminent actual real life danger. So I, I think this is a good way to actually get around the limitations of the Undertaker, who. You know, we don't want to pass judgment, but really probably should not be wrestling at this juncture of his career. Yeah,
1: I mean, he should have retired at WrestleMania 30. Uh, So now we're six years past uh, him still being a performer, and I do agree with you. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is if he's still going to continue to wrestle, he needs to wrestle guys like AJ Styles, guys that can work around his limitations, like you said, and can bring out a good match out of The Undertaker. But by no means do I think this is going to be a WrestleMania 20s, type of level match for The Undertaker. I think it'll be solid by his standards, but it's not going to be um, match of the year by by any means.
0: Yeah, Matt, so who do you think's going to win and who do you want to win?
1: So I prefer AJ Styles to win. Uh, the Undertaker now has two losses at WrestleMania, which is just sad to say. Uh, but having a loss against AJ Styles isn't something to, uh, to, to look, to be, do you feel bad about? But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to have The Undertaker win here. Rick? Who do you want who do you think?
0: Uh, I also want AJ Styles to win, and I'm predicting AJ Styles here because, like you said, the Undertaker streak doesn't mean much anymore. I mean, one, when you break it once, uh, it's shocking. When you break it twice, it becomes routine. So AJ Styles, if he loses against a 85-year-old Undertaker, I think that does a lot of damage. So I'm going with... Uh, and. And if you beat Undertaker at WrestleMania, you know, despite the streak being broken, I think that's still a big deal to be able to say in AJ Styles' Hall of Fame speech. He can say he was one of the three men to be Undertaker at WrestleMania. So I'm going with AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, and another thing to add to is like if you're talking about uh, programming for later after WrestleMania, AJ Styles can use something with getting a victory over the Undertaker in WrestleMania where Undertaker win just means we're not going to see him until the next Saudi Arabia show. Are you
0: trying to say WWE should think ahead?
1: <laughs> That'd be nice, but um, <laughs> I, I should know better by now. But, uh, Rick, we're we're going to go through the next four matches pretty quickly because...
0: Uh, yeah, this wanna... is what you were talking about with, like, the big matches at WrestleMania, <laughs> right? Like, there's no match you're looking more forward to than Elias versus King Corbin.
1: <laughs> so, to make my point again, uh, <laughs> instead of making it two nights, you just get rid of all of these matches. But... <laughs> But we don't live in that world, Rick. So we're gonna we're gonna go through these because we don't want to talk about them.
0: Uh, <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the last one, but the first three, yeah. Let's rapid fire through this. Okay, so the first one
1: is Alister Black versus Bobby Lashley. I'm just going Alister Black here. I don't I don't really care, Rick. What do you say? Same.
0: Black has been <laughs> Black has been building momentum. Lashley has been doing nothing but losing momentum, even though he had the highest rated segment with that Lana wedding last year. Yeah, well, let's, but still,
1: going let's go that. never happened. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, Elias versus King Corbin. I'm just going Cor- King Corbin because for some reason it seems like Vince loves him.
0: Vince loves Elias too. Well, that's true. Well, Vince <laughs> loved him so much that he lost his money in the bank opportunity. So I'm going up with Elias here.
1: Okay. uh Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. And actually, this is a culmination of a, of a long time storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure! The one long term yes. storyline is Otis and Mandy, um, but w- I don't want to talk about it, Rick. I just think Dolph Ziggler is going to win because Vince loves heels and he doesn't like bad people. What
0: do you- but you're always like talk about long term storytelling, Matt. This is your chance to wax poetic about long term storytelling.
1: I guess my my plea is good
0: long term storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Otis is a fan favorite, and you know WrestleMania. I think this. Re- it's Vince McMahon, so we never know, but I think the rational thing here to do is to cheer people up with a lot of face wins, so I'm going to go with this here.
1: Okay, Rick, Let's the last one, and we'll, we'll talk about this because this is a lot of wrinkles, uh, everything but the match. Uh, <laughs> For the raw, ta- raw Tag Team titles, uh, the Street Profits making their WrestleMania debut versus Austin Theory and Angel Garza both making their WrestleMania debuts and their tag team debut. Uh, yeah, the,
0: the great team of Austin Fury and Angel Garza. Two Latino superstars tier- teaming up. <laughs> so this was supposed to be Andrade and Angel Garza uh, taking on Street Profits for the Tag Team Championships. But Andrade, of course, as we mentioned earlier, out with an injury. It, and before
1: that, Rick, it was supposed to be the Latino four-way that they've been building up to-ish right. all year. And it was supposed to be... For the United long-term States. Long-term storytelling. <laughs> yeah, that you just have them wrestle every week, and that's long-term storytelling. So, right. <laughs> so it was supposed to be that that fatal four-way uh for the United States Championship. And they could have they could have actually it could have been a fun match, could have been an elimination match in a you know a card with no fans.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, you can't do anything with injuries, though, I feel like I'll give them a pass on that one.
1: Yeah, and that's not the fault of their own. Same with uh, Andrade getting hurt too. Uh but it, but the one thing I do give them flack for is throwing together a makeshift (laughs) tag team versus, like, having a real team face the Street Profits. Like, it doesn't... Maybe they really want... Or, like, why not
0: just put Umberto in there?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or like have Angel Garza wrestle for wrestle a cruiserweight match. Like I don't, whatever. I, I'm happy for the street profits.
0: <laughs> I will say though. Garza and Creel are like the future Latino stars of WWE. They have so much charisma, so much in ring talent that I would love to see more of them.
1: Yeah, definitely, and Andrade too. I think Andrade is probably yeah, the, the the star of the group. But they, so all it's there. Selena
0: Vega still managing Garza and Fury. <laughs>
1: So we are not the people to talk about this because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Is Andrade and Angel Garza a team? Are they just associates? Is she a Bobby the Brain Heenan? Uh, this has I think
0: been- Zelina will be out here because that's how you get ratings. That's, that's how you get the ratings. <laughs> to you get the subscribers. <laughs> that's how you sell $60 pay-per-views. Even though you can get the network for $10.
1: Okay, but let's, let's just move on, Rick. I <laughs>
0: oh, uh, Street Profits, street by the profits, way. Street Profits, same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, okay. Moving on to a match that actually is very exciting and has had a sort of long-term story building, NXT Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair.
1: See, and this, this is one of those matches that, you, that it sucks that it's not in front of a huge stadium, it would have been A, the debut of Rhea Ripley on WrestleMania. It would have been the debut of the NXT Women's Championship, which is probably more prestigious than the two raw uh, two main titles. Um, and then it Charlotte Flair at the Royal Rumble winner challenged for the NXT title. So, like, it's just a bummer that this match isn't taking place at a WrestleMania level mm-hmm. type of WrestleMania, because I it definitely deserves it. And I think these two are gonna put on an absolute clinic, and it's gonna be a great match, even with no reactions from anybody.
0: <laughs> no one to woo back at Charlotte Flair. Yeah. I I will say though I agree with you that the NXT Women's Title, even though you know WWE has way too many titles, NXT Women's Title is one of if not the most prestigious because it's had probably the best lineage of any title in the WWE today. I mean, just look at look back at who the champions have been. It's been you know Paige, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch, Asuka, and there's uh, Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler, who might be main venting WrestleMania, and then now Rhea Ripley. There's been no duds in that championship lineage.
1: Definitely. And like, honestly, so the lineage of that title is absolutely phenomenal. It's defended, it's treated like a world championship. You had Shayna had the belt for what, almost two years. Asuka had the belt for almost two years. Uh, when the title changes hands, it's a big deal. When Rhea Ripley beat Shayna Baszler in the summer, that was a big deal on NXT TV. So um, this is probably the most prestigious title being defended at WrestleMania. It's just a bummer that it's not a WrestleMania-level WrestleMania, and there's no guarantee that it will ever make another appearance.
0: So, uh, Matt, to that extent, who do you want to win? Who do you think will win?
1: So I-, I want Rhea Ripley to win here, and I it goes against... Uh, what I preach a lot, because I really, I like when the Royal Rumble winner wins the championship match. I feel like mm. it should be sparingly and used very uh, rarely when a Royal Rumble winner goes to WrestleMania and doesn't win the title. And it should be a, a way to set up uh, a storyline culminating in, a, in another uh, event, well, hopefully the following WrestleMania. Uh, but this year uh, I would like to see Rhea Ripley win again. I, I feel so bad for her for not having this huge moment at WrestleMania. It's it, I there's rumors that they already recorded this this match, uh, so already filmed this match. Uh, so I would like to see her win, but I feel like there's probably more uh, juice in having Charlotte win the NXT Championship and going on mm-hmm. to the NXT brand and kind of spicing that up and for the women's division. So uh, my prediction is Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah. And to your point, the Royal Rumble winner, I'll give a little spoiler. I think the men's Royal Rumble winner will be winning. So I'm okay with picking Rhea Ripley here who I think can want to win because, you know, it's, it's the ultimate story of uh, the young hungry competitor won the Royal Rumble. She dismissed both the Raw and SmackDown women's titles because she's already won those. She's already beat Becky and Bailey, and going down to NXT, even at first, she did not want to face Rhea Ripley. So Charlotte's been uh, acting as this cocky heel who, uh, who has thought that she's above Rhea Ripley and even uh, Bianca Belair when Ripley was with Belair. Um, so I think the entire story, uh, rationally, is set up for Ripley to hand Charlotte her just desserts. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to use reason in the WWE. Map, <laughs> but I, I see the logical flaw
1: in, it's, in my argument. take number one, Rick. But we, we still, <laughs> we want to get, a, we want have a reason to watch this stuff. And we until AEW gets bigger, this is this is all we. Get. So uh, you
0: know, uh, you know, I just remember remember the first Saudi Arabia show when we were supposed to get AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan refused to go to Saudi Arabia, so. The original plan was to film in the performance center and then green screen the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could just do that for WrestleMania. <laughs> just green screen like the audience from WrestleMania 17.
1: But so I guess this is another. So I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, Rick, because they're not going to do this and, and WWE always lets me down. So I, I'll just preference this, that, my next statement with that. But there's a lot of opportunity here. Uh, in a bad situation to make this very aesthetically pleasing and make it one of the more unique type of WrestleManias and making it more like a soundstage. Uh, I feel like they did a better job uh, on the rods and SmackDowns and NXT as removing the audience seats because it looks so terrible that it looked like they are wrestling in front of nobody and couldn't fill up the the performance center. But they at least uh, made it look like a soundstage. Uh, They made it look a, a little bit different. But I'm hoping at WrestleMania they pull up more stops and make it look Uh, way cooler, and I I don't know exactly how they would do that. Maybe it's more lights, maybe it's more LED, whatever. AR. AR, there you go. And then
0: a projector projecting worms onto the wrestling (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's not go that far, but (laughs) it's an opportunity to make it look different, and it's, you know, it's dealing with the cards you're dealt in a bad situation, because you know, they they can't have anybody in the performance center, apparently, besides um, the people wrestling each other that's not six feet away. Right.
0: I mean, we're crappy on the card, but like, This could legit be the most unique. I think it will be the most unique WrestleMania of all time. But this this has the opportunity to like really be a special show because of everything that's happening.
1: Yeah. And they could film it like a movie. I mean, if you do that, if they filmed it like a movie in front of a a crowd, that would make me upset because it's like a wrestling part of what makes wrestling really cool. It's like a sporting event. Or it's like a like a boxing match or like a UFC fight, right? Or it's a, it's supposed to be presented like sport. But this yeah. is an opportunity again where they're they're pre filming. They can do they essentially could do cuts during the match. Like there's nothing stopping them from from if they botch, they should just not include the botch at WrestleMania if it's being pre filmed. So it's an opportunity for them to film more like a movie, in my opinion. And, it, and normally I'd be against that, but in this circumstance, like I I think it'd be kind of cool. And I, unless we have a knock on wood, please don't let this ever happen again. Uh, we have another outbreak. I don't feel like we're going to have a WrestleMania in this type of setting ever again.
0: So let's move on with the card. Um, next is the women's tag team titles with Asuka and Kyrie Same versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Matt, who do you want? Who do you think?
1: Yeah, so I, I just uh, I would prefer the Kabuki Warriors to win. I. I feel like they're both very entertaining, and there's more there. Uh, but Alexa Bush, Alexa Bliss, and Nikki Cross are are Bliss both- <laughs> and Crush. <laughs> uh, they're entertaining as well, and I, I just you know I know I know Vince. I feel like they're, he's going to put the belts on Bliss and Cross, so that's that's my pick. But I prefer the the Kabuki Warriors. Rick, who, where do you think they're going to go with this one?
0: I'm. Again, I also want the Kabuki Warriors to win, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of value in them losing because both Asuka and Kyrie Sang are really great individual wrestlers. And especially with uh what's happening at NXT and especially with what might happen with the women's titles later tonight, I think there's a lot of uh value in having Asuka and Kyrie be single stars after uh after you know, dominating with the tag team title. So I'm going with Bliss and Cross here.
1: Yeah, uh, I can see what you're saying. And honestly, if they were to split them up, bring up EO, give us back to Sky Pirates, I wouldn't complain. Just saying.
0: Okay. So speaking of the women's title, we go on to the SmackDown women's title in a fatal five way between the champion Bailey versus Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Naomi versus Tamina.
1: So, Rick, that was a lot to say this should have been Sasha versus Bailey in a one-on-one match for the World <laughs> SmackDown Uh
0: Now, who wants to watch Sasha versus Bailey? Yeah, <laughs> Just the greatest match in the <laughs> last three years. Only, yeah. well, like, one of the best matches in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, yeah, no, like, WWE themselves put out couple of years ago put out like the top 50 matches of all time and sasha versus bailey at takeover was number one
1: yeah sasha versus that is like up there with the greatest matches of all that is not exaggeration too yeah. we can't have that at wrestlemania rick we have to have Lacey a- evans uh naomi which naomi's great actually uh tamina though i'm not so sure about yeah. that. Um, i mean
0: sasha ripping off izzy's headband will even be more of a heel move with social distancing in place. <laughs>
1: But anyways, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of people for it to just be Bailey versus Sasha. Um, <laughs> uh, I, so I my preference is Bailey wins here, just because like again this is such a mi- mixed match. It's just a mm-hmm. mixed match of a, a mess that it would suck for her to lose the title and um, not put it above Vince. So who knows? But uh, so I both want and think Bailey wins, but. Uh, Rick, I feel like you're going to go in a different direction here. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I actually want Sasha Banks to win. Again, this should be a one-on-one match. But, you know, Sasha's been out of the title picture for a while. And I think she still has all the talent and skill to be the top woman in WWE. So I want her to win. But uh, for my prediction, I'm going to go with Lacey Evans because WWE.
1: Okay, so Rick, uh, the next match is Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I, I really don't want to dive into this that much. I feel like <laughs> it's just there. It'll be a good match. It's,
0: it's Stone Cold versus Jesus. What do you want? <laughs> so I'm going Jesus. So I think Seth Rollins <laughs> Uh
1: Who do you want, Rick? Or who do you think?
0: So I both think and want Kevin Owens to win here because it's one versus four and it's WrestleMania. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, this is one of the B stories on the card. But going from B story to... B-plus player and now A-players, <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental Championship.
1: Yes, so this before I complain, I just want to mention that I think this is <laughs> going to be a phenomenal match because Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan are, are fantastic wrestlers. And Were
0: you supposed to warn us every time before you complain? Because that's <laughs> like a lot of warnings to hand out. <laughs>
1: I feel like when we first recorded podcasts, it became pessimistic, Matt. So now I've just like <laughs> given off my warnings that I'm, I'm aware of, of what I'm about to say. But uh, I, as much as I love Sami Zayn, we still haven't got Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And mm-hmm. this could have been that match with no crowd. So it doesn't matter if they're bored or dead. We could just give us a great New Japan uh, style wrestling match. But uh, it's not to be so. Uh, this will still be fantastic. Uh, I both want and think Dana Bryan goes over here, though.
0: Yeah, so I both want to think Sammy here. I, Sammy Zayn's waited so long before he uh, won any title in WWE. I think we both looked at this guy as you know capable of holding the WWE championship. It's just for one reason or another he hasn't been able to break through. So I think this. You know, despite the circumstances, will be his WrestleMania moment. Uh, the other side of this is that Daniel Bryan has recently said that, you know, his contract is coming up. So, with everything that's going on, Daniel Bryan has said that this will probably be his last wrestling contract in WWE. And based on everything, based on coming back from uh, the concussions that had him sidelined and potentially never be able to wrestle again. I think Daniel Bryan uh, is at a point where he can truly be content with his career and his life. So um, I, I think this is this might be Daniel Bryan's last WrestleMania match. So I think he's going to go out putting over Sammy Zayn.
1: Yeah, and I, and that, he doesn't he's mentioned it, but I don't necessarily know if he's going to retire. He just mentioned maybe not being a full time wrestler. Uh, but Daniel, we would love to see you in AEW in New Japan. So give that a thought. But uh, moving on here, Rick. uh Let's go into uh, the tag team title match, which maybe didn't happen. Maybe it did. But let's pretend
0: like it's going to happen. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so the Miz with a cold and John Morrison <laughs> versus the New Day versus the Usos in a ladder match. Matt, any other year, this is a contender for match of the night. Yeah, and it
1: might be a contender for match of the night this year if it happened. But um, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to go forward like it happened in and, and my prediction. My both want and and think is Morris and Miz. Uh, I'm actually very happy they reunited these two. They, they have great chemistry together, and they're kind of fun to watch. I think they have a lot of juice left in the team, so I want them to win the match here.
0: Yeah, so... Here, I both think I want for the New Day to win. I think we're we're just one year out from Kofi mania. And I think he has such a great run with the title in 2019 before being unceremoniously determined by Brock Lesnar. I think uh, Kofi, at this point in his career, still is deserving of... Uh, of this WrestleMania moment. I think this is one of the ways that Vince will make it up to him for uh losing to Brock Lesnar. So I'm going to go with the New Day here.
1: Yeah, so let's let's move on. And this is another bummer that this is not happening in the stadium, Rick, but um, this is Edge's return. Or it's
0: a great thing that's happening at all, Matt. That's true. That is true.
1: (laughs) So it's Edge's WrestleMania return versus Randy Orton in a last man standing match. And this has actually been a very, uh, very great storyline going into WrestleMania and Edge's return.
0: Yeah, it's been a great story with two characters have had history. Edge eliminated Randy Orton in the Royal Rumble after it looks like Randy Orton was about to betray him again smart baby faces love that. And then it's gotten become such a personal story with the involvement of edges, white Beth Phoenix, who Randy Orton RKO and Randy Orton's the master of RKOing anyone and everyone, you know, including, you know, women like Beth Phoenix and Stacy Keebler. So this has gotten, gotten, uh, been such a great story. That's gotten so personal. Uh, Man, I, both, I want Edge to win here, but I'm going to go with Randy Orton because I think Orton's on such a big bounce back and Edge's uh, status is so uncertain that I think this is one of the things I'll cowpull Randy Orton into facing whoever the next champion is.
1: See, I I look at it the other way and I, I do want to mention, I, I love that sick, sadistic, psycho Randy's back. I feel like that's best Randy Orton when he's a... Uh... Mm-hmm. when he's a monster heel like that. But uh, Edge, I think Edge coming back is a big deal, especially to the front office. I feel like uh, he has so many world title reigns that they're happy to have him back in the mix. So I both want and think Edge goes over here to set him up going forward uh, in the main event picture. Uh, and I still think Randy can bounce back from a loss and still be the sick sadistic heel Randy and, and go on and face a champion uh, still while it's having a loss.
0: Well, do we know what Edge's status is going forward? So we
1: don't. We don't know if he's all back full time. I'm, I'm just going to the assumption he is. Uh, maybe he's come back for one WrestleMania match. Uh, but it'd be a bummer for this to be his last WrestleMania yeah. match. So
0: uh, my how guess, is he back? Even I, we haven't talked about this on the pod, but freaking Edge with yeah. a career ending neck injury, it's back wrestling in the ring.
1: I feel like that's a thing with wrestlers. It's like. Even if they retire for the right reasons, you just take a couple years off, let the body heal, and then they're like, "Fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> like Daniel Bryan, he he went through tests uh, in, in his uh, defense, uh, got cleared for his concussion syndrome. I'm sure Christian's doing that right now too. Shawn Michaels had a bad back where he couldn't wrestle for four years, came back, so now it's Edge's turn. So I, I don't know exactly what happened. Maybe he just said, "Fuck it, I'll risk it." Maybe he talked to a doctor, and the doctor says, "Yeah." Uh, You are fully recovered. I don't know, but he's back.
0: Maybe he (laughs) talked to Kurt Angle, who won an Olympic gold medal with a
1: broken freaking neck. but Kurt is the one example of that where he probably should have stopped, but
0: whatever. (laughs) Okay, so um, we have this a little bit out of order, but I think it's a good transition. Speaking of people who should not be in a wrestling ring, Goldberg, man. (laughs) Goldberg versus Braun Strowman for the universal title.
1: Yes, and we talked about it uh, early in the podcast why this is supposed to be Bill, uh, Bill Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. You know, for uh, another Roman conquer, uh, as much as we like Roman, uh, to get him over another uh, guy that has the spear too. Roman could have been the king of the spears, I've got another uh, notch for his Hall of Fame career, but uh, Roman can't risk getting ill. So we talked about that. So now it's Braun Strowman for Goldberg. Not really sure what well, the storyline purposes for putting Braun Strowman in there with Goldberg is... Uh, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. My, my guess is this is very short. And if it's very short, I think Goldberg goes over. Uh, they got to keep the title on him mm. for Roman to beat him.
0: Matt, there's an old adage in wrestling is that when you have a replacement match, the replacement always wins. And I both think and want Braun Strowman to win here. Uh, logically, as a replacement, but also he... Deserves this title reign so much because he has he's had so much momentum in the past, but he's never quite reached the mountaintop. So I think, uh, you know, this could be a blessing in disguise where we finally get the coordination of Braun Strowman.
1: Yeah, and I I've, the thing with wrestling man is Braun Strowman should have won the title two years ago, and they didn't put the title on him for whatever reason um and maybe this, yeah because he's be the
0: ultimate future. underdog and they're building him up
1: that way <laughs> but uh i mean that'd be fine but i i just I, I feel <laughs> like they're again they're they're having goldberg be set up to to lose the title to reigns and i feel like this might be goldberg's first wrestlemania win if he wins this year hmm. so that's something to consider but let's move on rick Uh john cena is making an, an appearance at wrestlemania this year uh, and he's facing- well, you can't see him,
0: though. That's true. Uh, and we so, so, purportedly, John Cena will be making an appearance. Yes, reportedly. But we can't be- see him.
1: Reportedly, he, he'll be facing the Fiend in a a Funhouse horror match, whatever the fuck that is.
0: <laughs> okay, well, two questions. One, what is that? And two, <laughs> how is that different than a Boyard match?
1: Is it on the TV show that Bray Wyatt does? Is that... <laughs>
0: does John Cena have to fight the voucher Had to face the rabbit does <laughs> he have to F5 Abby the witch
1: <laughs> I think out of out of my predicament of being more movie style I feel like this is the match where they absolutely go too
0: far <laughs> a Bray Wyatt match going too far with production nah
1: so I, I'm not sure what to expect I hope it's entertaining um, but it's a the year
0: down. that do you remember the year that Randy Orton faced Bray Wyatt for the title, uh, WWE title at WrestleMania, and then there was that projector with like the worms and the bugs? Uh, Randy Orton has later said that that projector cost two million dollars. Not only did they do that, they did that during a WWE Championship match,
1: so that just soiled the, the lineage of that title. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure. I, I would expect this is more like not film in the, in the performance center and probably film on location somewhere. And right. like he, he gets the, I will say some, some kitchen or something.
0: Yeah. So that, you know, that's one of the advantages where you don't have like a crowd, uh, watching nothing. You actually can't cut away to a different location and still have it be exciting. And, you know, Matt, this is long-term storytelling because, uh, when Bray Wyatt debuted in the WWE, he had so much momentum with the Wyatt family. And I think the general consensus is that momentum was cut short and uh, prematurely ended when he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania the first time. So with this new character, with this new persona, The Fiend versus John Cena, I think that's a must-see match that's, that, that has real-life history.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, it should be The Fiend versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title, but uh, that's a different conversation. So uh, I go Fiend here. I just think uh, John Cena is now a true part-timer. Uh, he's going to make his appearances at WrestleMania. So uh, there's just more money in The Fiend going over.
0: Yeah, same. Um, I both think I want The Fiend over uh, to win. I think John Cena's WrestleMania win uh, since he's a part-timer, his next WrestleMania win, should, there's only one thing I want to see: is it, it's him breaking Ric Flair's title record with its 17th title rank. So, uh, this one is not for a title. So, I'm, and with all the real-life history and Bray Wyatt needing momentum, I'm going to go with The Fiend here.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, before we move on to the next match, uh, Rick, we have bonus points at this. This uh, preview podcast, and usually we just get one. Uh, this time we get two because there's two nights of WrestleMania. Rick, before we go on to what are, are likely the two main events, or maybe I'm wrong here. Uh, who do you think Wrestle main events night one? What match and what match do you think Wrestle uh, main events night two?
0: Mm-hmm. So night one, I'm gonna go with the classic big match feel of the Royal Rumble winner challenging for the world title and come in to main event WrestleMania. So night one, I'm going to go with Lesnar McIntyre and night two, I'm going to go with the biggest star WWE has by far. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch main eventing night two.
1: Yes. So I, I agree with both of your picks, but I would switch them. I think night one is Becky versus Shayna Baszler. And I'll explain why when we jump into the match in night two is Lesnar versus McIntyre. So the two, World titles on each side, probably the more prestigious of the two, even though all the titles mean nothing in WWE. But the NXT women's, um, but I, I feel like those were the two matches. So let's. So is that two points or one point? It'll be one point each. We'll do okay. it that way. Great. But I guess we could we could both be so right. that's two points. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could we could we could we could, we, uh, we could either both be right or we could be both be wrong here. So we'll. But it has to be the nights that we, we picked, if that makes yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, if we're both wrong, all four picks, will never record again. Yeah, never. <laughs> it's a lot longer. Long <laughs> on <the line. laughs> because one of us, by necessity, has to be right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's,
1: let's dive into the Raw Women's Championship match, uh, potential main eventer, where champion Becky Lynch is facing off against Shayna Baszler. And this is a huge match, Rick. With not that much buildup.
0: I mean, yeah, this is this was supposed to be the ultimate horsewomen versus horsewomen match that we were uh, either building up to or coming back from, and uh, I think we were all a little surprised that we don't have a Ronda Rousey match on this card. So I think next best next best thing is to set up that feud with Shayna Baszler. So yeah, while it does seem rushed at the and. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's almost logical. It, it's like, um, it's like a DC superhero movie. You know, it's like, we all know what's supposed to happen and then they do no build up for it, but then show it to us anyways. <laughs> That's actually the perfect analogy it's, for, <laughs> it's for the fans.
1: So I, I'm excited. Because the- fans
0: don't like to see story development.
1: I'm excited for the match. It'll be great chain wrestling. Uh, but Shannon deserves better. She was absolute. B. She was an absolute monster in NXT. Uh, probably either the best women's champion of all time or the second, depending on how you feel about her and Asuka's reign. And it's just a bummer that her big WrestleMania match isn't uh, in, in classic WWE fashion. They give us what we want, but again, without without really earning it. So um, <laughs> I think the way you get around it is you just have Shayna beat uh, Becky. And I think that's what's going to happen. That's what I want to happen. Again, as much as I love Becky Lynch and feel like she's probably – uh, the second most popular star behind Roman Reigns, maybe in the first, it, it just, there's more, there's more money in Shayna winning and going forward with that storyline than Becky beating Shayna in her first big marquee match.
0: Um, I I agree with you there. Um, as much as I love Becky Lynch and, uh, and I think she's legit the face of WWE. She saw all the posters. She's, get the biggest cheers universally and she's, uh, you know, she's like the star that fans love. Uh, I think she's had the title for a, an entire, almost an entire calendar year now. I think it's time for her to move on not, not, from, not move on from the title picture, but move on to a different angle, move on to a different approach, move on to more of an underdog storyline. I think that can only be done if she loses to Shayna Baszler here. So I'm going with Shayna Baszler.
1: Yeah, so we're in agreement with that one. So let's go into the WWE Championship match, the men's main event. Uh, definitely for one of the nights at least, and this is champion Brock Lesnar. Unless we
0: get Goldberg Strowman,
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, or
0: is- or the Edge. Yes, th- there's a, lo- there's or a lot. Or Elias of- versus King Corbin.
1: Or Street Profits versus Austin Theory. And <laughs> uh, but this is imagine be- if Austin
0: Theory main events WrestleMania. <laughs>
1: <some> <laughs> it's just him and Angel Garza hosting <laughs> up the tag title. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It'll be like Eddie and Benoit over again.
1: <laughs> uh. Anyways, this is, this is where the WWE Championship, where champion Brock Lesnar faces off against the Men's World Rumble winner, Drew McIntyre. In for fucking once, Rick, we have somebody that won the World Rumble, the WWE <laughs> champion facing off for his first title match at a WrestleMania. How are they gonna fuck this up?
0: <laughs> I don't think they are. Well, they, well. <laughs> well, well, let's let's not let's not do that though. But I don't think they are, even though you could argue they've already fucked up because people didn't love the McIntyre Rumble win. But um, but I don't think they are because I think I want Drew McIntyre here, and I will. I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell you the the segment that turned me around on Drew McIntyre. I always been a McIntyre fan, but this segment that I want to talk about. Uh, literally just made me a diehard McIntyre fan because it was so raw and so emotional. I'm talking about the segment he had in um, in Defiant Wrestling. It was maybe it was still What Culture uh, Pro Wrestling back then, but it, he was injured by Joseph Connors uh, in real life and had to have neck surgery. And he was off for a really long time. And when he actually came back to face, Joseph Connors, McIntyre had this fiery emotional speech about how, you know, he was let go from the WWE and he was just trying to fight back and trying to be the best wrestler he can. And then he turned that into the angle with Connors where he started talking about how Connors uh, almost took everything away from him, including, you know, his career. So, um, I highly recommend uh, any wrestling fan or any fan of drama to look up that promo of Drew McIntyre coming back in World Culture Pro Wrestling to face Joseph Connors because I think that legit is one of the best baby face promos of all time. And that's really what got me behind McIntyre and and I think it's going to culminate with McIntyre being the chosen one and finally reaching his potential at WrestleMania 36.
1: Yeah, and uh, in a couple of things. I, I love the Royal Rumble win by McIntyre. I feel like, A, he's, he's somebody that us wrestling fans know loves the business. He got fired from the WWE and could have just went away and never came back. But he, he used that as motivation to become a better wrestler Uh, went to promotion to promotion, like you said, went to what culture, Defiant, whatever it was called then. Uh, He went to uh, Impact Wrestling, did some great stuff, went to uh, PWG shows, and and just did it because he loved it and got better. He came back, and you can tell... He paid
0: with TAA, he... Uh, When he won the Impact World title, he was in Europe doing a show and he had to pay $5,000 of his own money to fly back to the United States to wrestle in the Impact World title match. That's how much he loved the business.
1: Yeah, so and when he won the Rumble, he had genuine emotion about winning that because wrestling is scripted. Uh, it's planned out. You know what you're doing. Wait, what? <laughs> but when you grow up a big fan, when you get those big moments, it's almost like, and, and this isn't me mentioning this for the first time. I've, i heard a wrestler say this, so please don't attack me. Uh, but it, it's a shoot. It's like you, you, when you actually get the go ahead to win the rumble and, and you actually do it, uh, the emotion you can just tell just fell over him when he was up there celebrating and, and pointing at the side and, and all that stuff. So uh, A, I feel I feel happy for the guy, the man, getting this opportunity of of living out his dream. Uh, B, I he definitely paid his dues in wrestling, uh, came up, is deserved of this championship mat, uh, championship shot. And third, I'm just happy that for once, and watch them ruin this, but for one <laughs> I don't to win, who's never won the title, facing the world champion at WrestleMania.
0: So you're going McIntyre here?
1: I'm going. I both want and think McIntyre wins here, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked <laughs> if, and have Brock Lesnar beat him in five in five seconds. So
0: I will say, even aside from the real life stuff, like the actual story has been really well set up because this this uh, twi- 2020 Royal Rumble was a joy to watch because Brock Lesnar entered first overall and then eliminated what, like 15 different guys before McIntyre finally came in, eliminated him and then went on to win the Royal Rumble and challenge the guy he eliminated. So I think even from, even from just the story perspective, this has been a a great setup. Yeah, definitely. And
1: I and I really liked that rumble. I felt like that was one of the more well-booked ones. And I it made McIntyre... It was different. It was yeah. different and it made McIntyre uh, a legitimate contender. And it makes this match a legitimate main event worthy uh, type of match. And I guess, uh, kind of beat, beat a dead horse here, but it just suck that he's not going to be able to, if he does win, knock on wood, hopefully, uh, that he's not going to be able to hoist host the WWE Championship above his head uh, in front of uh, 60,000 people uh, cheering for him. So uh, that is... That is a bummer, but I'm just... A, the
0: boyhood dream has come true <laughs> in front of two people.
1: But Rick, we, this is, the WrestleMania previews are always long, and this is no exception. So,
0: Well, before we move on there, um, just want to mention really quickly, uh, McIntyre fired from w- WWE, got super jacked, came back. And he's about to win a world title. Uh, <laughs> Jinder Mahal got fired from the WWE, got super jacked, came back, won the WWE title. Uh, the third man of the three-man band, Heath Slater, you know what you have to do.
1: You got you to gotta get fired from the WWE, get super <laughs> <laughs> and come back and win the WWE championship. So, uh, but Rick, let's put a bow on this one. But before we do, I have a question for you. Uh, we went through what WrestleMania looks like. We talked about the circumstances. Uh, not all of it's WWE. Well, I will, I will you know what? I'll say it. Not all of it's WWE's fault. Some of it is. Um, this WrestleMania. Are
0: you blaming Vince McMahon for the coronavirus?
1: <laughs> no, possibly. But uh, no, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not blaming him. Uh, but with all that said, this may not feel like a WrestleMania. And with that said, should this have been postponed?
0: I mean,. Yes. WrestleMania should have been postponed. They, they should have put on uh, maybe an alternate show, maybe even the same card, but with just without the WrestleMania branding, because that, that has to mean something. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I, you, you, you have to understand the financial consideration and, you know, most of WWE's money is made from WrestleMania every single year. So we'll, we'll see. I, I think as a fan, I would prefer that to be postponed or for this car to be put on with different branding and then have uh WrestleMania later in the year. But at the same time, you know, there is the financial consideration and you you are counting on the WWE network sales for your actual business. So I I, I see both sides of it, but to your point, yes, it should have been postponed.
1: So I, I, I agree with that. I feel like it should have been postponed, but I, I do I do have to say, I consider two things. Oh, one, we, and this is just reality here and I, I don't want to bring any more anxiety to, to what we're feeling, but uh, I don't know if this is going to end anytime soon. So I don't know, you know. Let's just say we can go about our, our lives in August, but we can't conjugate like we used to. I don't know if they're going to be okay with 60,000 people uh, Jam packed in a stadium anywhere in the world, so
0: it, Florida I guess, should be fine with
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you put it on a beach in Florida, that should be fine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, so I don't know if they were going to be able to have a sixty thousand seat stadium for any right. WrestleMania this year. So uh, in their defense, if that was the case, it was better to put it on now because, like I mentioned earlier, nothing's happening. Nothing. There's no live TV, so this might be an opportunity for them to get even more eyeballs onto the product since we're just kind of starving for content stuck in our home. So uh,
0: I, I will give yeah. them that. Yeah. You can either watch WrestleMania or you can watch Skip Bayless trying to live stream from his house. <laughs> so you're a choice America. What is it?
1: <laughs> but Rick, this is, this has been, uh, I, I don't want to get into your personal business, but this has been the last coast to coast podcast uh, not that we're not going anywhere,
0: but, uh, we'll be on two coasts anymore. We'll be on, uh, the yeah, no, yeah, we can get into it. I, uh, so I'm making a pretty major life move. I'm moving from LA to New York, uh, in the coming weeks. So now we'll be the coast to coast wrestling podcast. <laughs> we, we'll the Atlant- uh, will be,
1: uh, the Atlantic region to the new, the New York's tri-state region podcast. <laughs> it doesn't flow off the tongue, but, um. We'll make it work.
0: We'll, we'll design a new logo. The the DC to New York. But, uh, no, but now, now we'll move out to LA soon and we'll be coast to coast again.
1: Yeah, so until then, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll still talk about wrestling, but there will be a lot of missing Southern California talk coming up, I feel like. So uh, brace yourself for that, uh, everyone listening.
0: Yeah, so don't worry. We're not going anywhere. We're... <laughs> Yes, well, I am, but we're <laughs> continuing to record. And to, and to get in the weeds, it
1: makes uh, planning podcasts and logistics a million times easier. So that's going to be uh, be a treat. But Rick, uh, for those folks that want to continue listening to us, and I hope they do, uh, where can to catch us?
0: You can... Find us almost anywhere you can find podcasts at Coast to Coast Wrestling Podcasts. I'm talking about SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast. And Matt, to reach out to us, where can people find us?
1: So if you want to follow us on Twitter, oh my God.
0: (laughs) Do we have a Tinder profile? Does our podcast have a Tinder profile? Imagine. Yeah, what have you been doing on (laughs) Tinder?
1: Anyways, to follow us on Twitter, catch us at...
0: We should make a Tinder profile. (laughs) To to connect with other podcasts. (laughs) No, no, no. We just like connect with regular people, but then we just always steer the conversation (laughs) into them listening (laughs) to the Coast to Coast Wrestling. (laughs) So what do you do? I'll tell you what I do. I listen to the Coast to Coast (laughs) (laughs) Man, we think we're onto something here. This might be the marketing <laughs> this might be the marketing trend of the year. We're
1: gonna try MailChimp and going on dating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you into? I'll tell you what I'm into, the Coast to Coast Wrestling Podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, before we meet up, we should you should really listen to the Coast to Coast Wrestling Podcast. So. <laughs> Give us a five-star
1: review and <laughs> Anyways, to, to, to
0: catch up before we we do these other so to, to potentially get catfished by me and Matt, like go on Tinder Matt <laughs> try to match with the Coast <laughs> but if you want
1: to tweet with us go to Twitter <laughs> and follow us at Coast to coast WP. Uh, that is the number two, or you can send us an email at coast to coast at gmail.com and again that is the number two. Uh, Please reach out. Uh, All of us are home. We're all going to watch wrestling. Uh, So it'd be a perfect time
0: to connect. Yeah. And until next time, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Do the ABCs. Catch you later. Always be closing. (laughs) But not too close.